Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now we can. I know what Kyle is. Knocking her body down. <laughs> he knocking her body down. Nigga can't want to I know where Kyle at. Why Kyle knocking bodies down? Why you want to know? <laughs> yeah, why you want to know? That's what I want to know. Off the rip. What? Nah, nah. <laughs> Nah, the first thing he said was, I'm undefeated at weddings, by the way. I'm 1-0. He said he's, he's, he's up one. <laughs> Stole game one. Why are you, you 1-0? When's the next game? Nah. Nah, nah. This guy, guy started the 2019 nah, season. Nah, nah, ZB. Nah, ZB. You still think baby sweet? Let's ask that. That's the real fucking question. Oh, my the, God. The thing so is, I don't think they the question. When is the next game? Like, are we expecting more weddings from you? Like, are you going to more weddings? I had one this summer. Oh, mm. shit. Okay. That's but why do you come in the plaid on plaid? Like, yeah. like you at your wedding. That's crazy. What do you mean? Right. What do you mean? Upstage in the like groom were, and shit. Yeah. Like, shit. Why, why was they wrestling in the comments, though? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you were trying to bust down a bridesmaid, huh? <laughs> I feel you. L- l- little do you know. Relax, That's why bro. he's running on. That's Yo. why he's running on. <laughs> Relax, bro. Relax. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a girl named in Chicago, another one named Patrice in Toronto, little mama named Nana up in Utah, got a girl named Maria down in New York, I told her give me something good I might come back, I snap my fingers, they be on me just like that, they know the way that I'm living ain't right, you just another girl and this is just another one, yeah, I'm Everybody, welcome to episode 10 of the Moza Woes podcast. Finally reached double digits in this shit. Yeah. Kudos to us. Made it out to single digits. That's pretty big. Made it out to single digits. Who would have ever thought? Small victories. Small victories. Who would have ever thought? But we in here, the normal suspects. You know, ZB, your host here. We got Lynch, content creator, director, fake nigga. Uh, Everything. It's cold. <laughs> we got Kojo in here, sure. and we got Abbott in the cut. Um, did I get everybody? Yeah, I got everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, All right, man. well, we in here, episode ten. Uh, everybody had a good week. Nothing, nothing crazy out of the ordinary, right? No. I think. I mean, it's it's getting cold outside, so it is getting cold. Long days, that's for sure. It is getting cold. Super long days. <laughs> the wind smacked me in my face, and I was not ready, man. Mm-hmm. It's actually feeling like winter now, so. Yeah, we're here with it. Um, let's just get right into it, man. Uh, I think the one thing everybody has been talking about or has an opinion on uh, from this past week weekend is the R. Kelly doc that dropped on Lifetime. Talk about it at the end of last week. Um, filthy guy's a monster. Filthy monster. We we talked about it a little bit last week, but that was before I guess we 
kind of digested all the episodes. What total of six episodes? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But like after like taking it in and having a few days of digesting and see what everybody else is talking about, and man, that that shit was deep. Like it was. Wow, it's crazy. it changed it, it changed a, like a a lot about people's outlook on R. Kelly. I feel like people didn't really know the whole history, but the Lifetime doc did a good job of explaining his whole career, how he became that way, and all the people that were involved around him, and, and everybody was everybody played a part in that disgusting shit that happened. So, but the thing is, people did know. Like we all knew. True. The way that it was finally put on, like a, a doc series, mm-hmm. now it's just mm-hmm. coming to, to affect. Life. Yeah, it brings back to the perspective of like how nasty that actually the music industry is, right? So, mm-hmm. like now that the, the world that we live in, like having a documentary is the only way that's going to be, like even brought to the attention of everyone. Now everyone's going to talk about it, you know? Like, but everyone yeah. knew when it happened. Like, but like even like there was the parodies Trump. and everything, so. Even for, like, the aspect of, like, us, like, me, like, I can talk, I'm going to speak for myself, but, like, yeah, like, I seen it, but, like, I was young, so, like, when mm-hmm. I was growing up, I was watching, like, the Boondocks, I was watching the Dave Chappelle skit, like, I'm seeing all the jokes, I said, like, in the Dave Chappelle skit, uh-huh. I saying, yo, his grandma was there, like, um, they're showing IDs of him in the video, like, I didn't, like, when I watched the documentary today, I was like, yo, they actually had so much shit, like, yo, that was him in the video. And he still wasn't convicted. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, yo, that's fucking nuts. I actually didn't know, like, it was that concrete. Mm-hmm. It's like seeing all that, seeing, like, how he got away with it for so long, so many years. Like, yo, this nigga is, like, it's, it's mad, bro. I can't believe it. And another thing, like, the, the director behind it, how she was able to get all these people to actually get on camera and tell their stories is another thing. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody had their own story and, and know exactly what happened, but... It's another thing getting everybody on camera for a documentary like this, putting their name attached to it and saying, yeah, I was I was there during the time. Like, I didn't. I mean, they, they really got on camera and said, I, yeah, I, I was either a victim or I was a part of the problem. And I admit that, which is, I mean, they had his two brothers on there. They had his... You know, his manager at the time, his security his guard. His older brother is nasty. Yeah, oh, the bodyguard was nasty. The bodyguard was nasty. Well, when Bruce said, yo, he likes old women, and R. Kelly likes young women, it's a preference. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, they need to give this nigga more years. There's a reason why he's in jail. Exactly. He needs to stay there, man. He needs to stay there, bro. Yeah. It was crazy. It was just, it was just disgusting, man. It was definitely hard to watch. nasty. I mean, yeah. we had these we had these talks at work, and one of the things that was kind of pissing me off, and you know, you know what I kind of do in my off, you know what I mean, my out of office work, and kind of what I do in my nonprofit. But uh, one of the things that was pissing me off was people was like, "Why wouldn't these women just leave?" Yeah, and you know, I I just kind of want to set the record straight for any person that's thinking that. Like, oh, if that was me, man, I would have got the fuck out of there, like. Mm-hmm. People don't understand when you're dealing with an abuser and you're uh, a victim at the time, at that point, he brainwashed them and and removed them from their their normal lifestyles to the point where they didn't have friends. They didn't have family. They weren't associating themselves with anybody but R. Kelly and whoever was in his circle. So it kind of got to a point where these girls, man, 
yeah, they could have left, but in their minds, they're thinking, like, if I leave, like, who's going to take care of me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who's going to love mm-hmm. me? And I, I think people need to look at that perspective because, you know, you could sit here and say, like, if I was hurt, man, I would never be dealing with that. As soon as he told me to, you know, face a wall, I would have I would have got up out of there. Like, no, man, like, it's, That's it's a different. Lie. It's a psychological thing, man, because at the time, you know how many women who be in these abusive relationships, both physical and emotional, is still stay in them? That's true. You know what I mean? That's like, true. like women go through this stuff all the time. Probably not to the extent of what R. Kelly was doing. Mm-hmm. But I know so many girls who stayed in relationships that they shouldn't have been in because their man or whoever they were dating was emotionally or physically abusing them, but they didn't have the courage at the time to leave because at that time, they're just thinking, like, he's my everything. Like, he'll change. I know this is going to change. You know, I love him. Blah, blah, blah. So I just want to kind of just touch upon that because I think any listener who's just having an idea, just put yourself in a situation and think about you as a, a teenage girl getting taken away from your family, falling in love with this grown man, this artist, this this so-called person that you look up to, mm. and he's telling you what to do. And the brand is you a lot. Fam, like, yeah. yeah, like, it's a real thing. Like, it's Stockholm Syndrome. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's actually a real thing if you have to suffer with that for so long. Like, yo, like, that's the only person you know. Like, yo, you grow fond of that person, even though they do you dirty all the time. Like, right. at this, like whenever there's a good time, he's the person that provides it to you because you have no other friends, yeah. so you know? Your brain it's almost It's almost like a bad addiction, you know? Like, people have sins, and, like, they get addicted to these sins. And if you're addicted to it, it's going to be hard to just let it go, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your so, brain, your brainwash. I mean, he. I think they yeah, kind of mentioned it in, in the in the doc. It's like, you know, the abuser makes you feel like, oh yeah, you have no one else. I'm the only one that can provide exactly. for you. Your family don't right. care about you. Your friends don't care about you. Like, exactly. if you yeah, leave exactly. me, what he the fuck are you gonna control. do? He needed to feel like he was in control at all times. And the thing was, like, these girls were at that puberty age, that vulnerable age. That their minds, like, they don't know who they are yet. You know, they can be very easily influenced. Like, that was the part that made my my stomach upset. Like, ZQ, we also talked about this at work. And some of the older black women at my work were like, yo, they they, they, they place the blame on the parents, man. Right. So, like, they, they we had a long discussion about the Sparkle Girl and how when she walked in and saw her niece there, like, she wasn't even questioning anything and didn't, like, drag her out by her hair you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah and it's like us coming from like african parents caribbean parents like strict parents i'm sure we all went through a time in our teens where we wanted to like maybe sleep over at a friend's house and then our parents say no there's a reason why they fucking said right. no is because of shit like this like they don't want you around people that they don't know no uh, yep. matter what because you never know like who is coming in and out the house whether the person has older brothers or sisters that are mm-hmm. nasty, like, you know, or maybe even their parents are doing stuff that they, like, mm-hmm. have no right. clue about. Right. So the biggest, the biggest discussion in our office was, like, how, you know, like, parents have the obligation to be the protectors mm-hmm. of their children. I feel like, you know, parents, man, my mom always <clears> said, like, <throat> I was very careful about who watched you and your brother. You know what I mean? I wasn't just letting anybody watch you guys because that's the type of shit that goes down. But... You also got to think about, like, as a parent, think about how much stuff that you did that your parents to this day don't know that you did. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you, you sneaking out of the house, you going somewhere, lying about where you're supposed to go. Like, think about all the things that did. And then sometimes as a parent, man, it comes a point where you kind of got to let your kid fly a little bit. 
Yeah. You know, so like the instance when a girl wanted to go sing and she was trying to convince her parents, like, dad, like, mom, man, this could be an opportunity for mm-hmm. me. Like, they had they had to make a decision, man. Like, we might have to just let our kid fly. Mm-hmm. And, yo, but, you know, at the same time, though, they made a mistake by allowing some him to appoint somebody in his entourage to be her her her, her guardian. guardian while she's on the road. Like, come on, if I'm the that dad, I'm like, I'm like, hell no. Exactly. I'm like, hire hire me and I'll go everywhere with my daughter. Mm-hmm. I was like, hire me and I'll go everywhere with my daughter. And I'll also do any other type of services that you may need for your entourage. Right. But you're gonna hire me and I'm gonna be watching my daughter. I'm not about to be hiring somebody in your group, a female in your group watching mm-hmm. over my daughter. Yeah, but but even off there, but like yo, they've had like when it got to that point where like I guess she was threatening. Yo, there was like three red flags already. Where like honestly, at that point, if I'm a parent, like, <coughs> like if you get another, you're gonna have to try and get another chance because that's not the one. Right. Like those are the time where like yo, he got her in the hotel room, like you know what I mean. And this is already after the accusations and everything. Like, come on, as a parent, to me, like, just you have to draw the line at something, yeah. even though like it might not be like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah. also another thing is like. Let's talk about the music industry. Like the way the music industry was set up back then, it was might be harder to be put on. You know, it's not like today where you can just like go on Instagram, start singing, or go on Twitter or whatever and just make videos, right? Like you had to be put on through someone. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity of having someone like R. Kelly, even though how nasty he was, having the opportunity like R. Kelly, who was like the hottest artist in the game. The ability to get that chance to, that he can put you on, it's like, it's hard to turn down. You get blinded you by it, it, right? He was exactly. selling dreams, bro. He was, he no, was really fair. selling That's dreams. Fair. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He was selling dreams. Yeah. He was, was and he was that big, so I, I, I could see why someone would get blinded that, because he was that big, but yeah. Well, like, man, the, call, the right? music industry is just nasty. Like, this how it is. Like, yeah. we see it even, like, if you watch the show Love and Hip Hop, like, it's the same type of thing. Like, even though it's not to the extent of R. Kelly, where he's, they're not messing with like younger women, it's like it's older men like producers that put on these women because they say, oh, I can put you on, I can put you on just because they look good, whatever, or they look like they, the way well, they look. You know? So I think that happens in every industry. Because look at seeing shit. If we're going to even go fictional, look at the Netflix series You. Where yeah. the, the writer, the girl's the writer, and yet her professor is trying to hit on her. Like, yeah. internally, there are some men that at a certain age, like, they just see younger women, right? They are attracted mm-hmm. to younger women. And that's, it might be, I'm not going to say it's human nature, but, like, some men are that, like, like the man said, it could be their preference, which is disgusting. But what are your intentions, though, man? You know what I mean? Okay, you, like, you say you're in, you're in your 20s and you like to date, you want to date a girl that's in college, you're dating a girl at college. You know what I mean? Like, how many times, like, is that is that frowned upon in society? Like, is it wrong for somebody that's 25 years old to date somebody that's 19, maybe a sophomore in college? Junior in college? I mean, it's different, it's different mean, now in different times that we're in. I yeah. think. Like, some people might look at it a bit weird now, but, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to reveal too much about my uh, family and everything, but, you know, my, my you know, my dad was... Uh, around 25 and then my mom was just starting college so yeah that, but that's that's a different time a different age than, than we're in now i don't think you mm-hmm. see those type of relationships in today's time as, as frequently i feel like now it's 
it's either people that are very close in age. Um, I mean, the sugar daddies but, and things, though. That's yeah, okay. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, it it all depends. But yeah. going like going back to like the music industry and stuff, like how another um, another way of looking at it is when they said in the doc how, um, you know, he was he R. Kelly was bringing in so much money. So, like, mm-hmm. when people did bring it up to the superiors, like, executives of the record labels and telling him, like, yo, yo, this nigga R. Kelly is filthy. He's doing this yeah. shit to young women. Like, mm-hmm. he can, you know, he, he needs to be locked up for this shit. Like, someone yeah. needs to, like, he, someone needs to check him because mm-hmm. this, this shit is not cool. And then the executive will say something like, okay, well, uh, you know, like, do you know how much he made me last year? Yeah. Or you yeah. know how much money he's bringing in every single year? Yeah, man. Yeah. And the music like, baby, it doesn't man. matter. That's how it is. Like, as long as you're bringing in some money, you, they yeah. can't just drop them. They can't. Yeah, money talks. So, I mean, but the the biggest the biggest problem with all this, he's still walking around free to this day, is because these was young black women he was going after. It wasn't Caucasian woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. it wasn't Caucasian. He was going at the young black woman. He knew what he was doing, man. And mm-hmm. like you know, at the time, man, back in the day, I don't want to say that people don't care for young black women, but black women struggle in general these days mm-hmm. with their voices being heard, and that's yeah. just how it is. And he was going at the young black woman, and he was taking advantage of them, taking away from their families. Some with single mothers. So with this, so when they people was going to the cops and stuff like this, like they don't care, man. They do not care. But one dude said it. I don't know if it was his producer or it was somebody, but he was like, if that was a Caucasian girl, yeah, mm-hmm. Caucasian girls he was doing too, man. He wouldn't even made it to the point where he could make ignition. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't even got to the point where he was able to do drop chocolate factory. Yeah, not, he wouldn't ever got it that far. Not to yeah. mention the the. I think the saddest part was when he did go to trial. And yeah, yeah. The parents just denied it. Like that's yeah. not that's not yeah. her. Because the her. money like, talks, man. I like so, you... R. Kelly had money and he paid the parents off. Clearly, that's so. like the. That's because yo, even even one of the girls, her uncle, yeah. is his guitarist. Yeah. One of the people they put on the stand to say, "Yo, was that her?" It's like that's mm-hmm. not her, bro. R. Kelly's making him bare money yeah. as his guitarist. He's not saying. Exactly. But do you think like that's do you crazy. think another piece had to do with maybe they protecting her image? I think that had a piece as a young girl as well. As a young girl too, she's yeah, fourteen true. years old. But if that's the case, but have a closed have a closed uh, court. Right, have but a he's too trial. big. He's too big. That's the thing. He's way too and he big. He's too big, so they can't I just be they... like keep him keep it under wraps. You know, they can't just have oh a big case and have it like uh, have it in a small court. You know, it's R. Kelly we're talking about. This guy's the hardest artist in the game right now. Right. So it'll be tough to have a small case for that. Like, I'm like I don't know. Maybe it might be. Maybe it might sound selfish on my part. Maybe because I don't have a child and I don't know what it feels like to protect a child. Mm-hmm. Like if that was me, like in the, in terms of protecting your image, I would want this nigga to go away so he doesn't do that to someone else's daughter. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I don't want to say uh, I don't want to say other another dad is selfish, but like I would want to make sure that nigga's going away. For what he did well, Sparkle said they still involved with him to this day. Oh, yeah, Sparkle got paid off. So you know what I mean? You think she got paid off? No, I think she got paid off, man. She don't talk to her family at all, bro. She said she didn't. She just she, she got offered like. She says she turned it down. She said, yeah, she, she said. She said after the trial, they stopped talking. For yeah, because like they're still in that family is still in communication with with R. Kelly. They're still. I think that girl is still 
with him in his little sex call. Oh, the, the call's a whole different thing. That's like, nasty. The call, the is call was, is what made me sick. That's what made me, like, everything was a lot for the beginning, but when it got to the yeah. calls part, I was just like, man, this is just... Bro, from shorty, he 100% has start, little boys, too. Bro, 30, a 33-year-old, bro, stomping on the floor to get his sick. attention so she can eat. Yeah, And he's just down on the couch. He's just down on the couch looking up, like, like, three hours. Yeah, no, it's nuts. Not even the room. Yo, you know the other part was crazy? When the girl had to steal her daughter yeah, from the hotel, was... bro. Like, why do we, why do you have to go yeah. steal her own daughter? Man. Just like a dude, oh, man. Like, yeah. But we're gonna we go, we we're gonna go for hours if we keep. That's true. We, <laughs> we, we, gotta, go back. we gotta somehow. Yeah, it was a deep We got a segue, so ZB segue. Yeah. Please. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, we get locked away. That's. That's uh oh man that guy got to that guy got to go so oh man yeah we hope we hope he does we we heard that guy that guy shouldn't see sunlight we heard that things guy about you know uh in Georgia uh authorities are uh investigating him now just because you know because of this lifetime doc that has been released so hopefully people step up and say something about it and provide evidence to lock this nigga away for a long time like for good for good man yeah. throw that throw that key away yeah, so it should be. But yeah, uh, yeah, let's just transition. I mean, we're you know we are in the music industry, and we can all agree we ain't listen to that nigga no more. But um, oh yeah, nah, you know we we got we got a couple singles, couple singles from Future, uh, Future's album, The Wizard is supposed to drop next <coughs> uh, next Friday, the 18th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What y'all think about the, the two singles? We got we got crushed up and we got jumping on a jet. I don't know one of them. Yeah, jumping on a jet. Was jet. Mm. Yeah, I didn't yeah, like. It. I don't know about that. It's a throwaway. Well, it's the it's, it's the number two track on his album, so that's not right. a good sign. It sounds like a throwaway, bro. Nah, it's not a throwaway, but just something uh, like to put out to warm up the fans for the album. I'm about to tell you what this album is about to be. This album is tell us. This album's about to be evil. Love backwards. Okay. That's exactly what it's going to be, bro. Evil? <laughs> love backwards. It's going to be e- No, that's literally what it was for. It's, it's love backwards. That's but Yeah. That's what it was. That's, that's what the album's going to be. It's going to be just like evil. Another one of those? Like, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna Evil listen to trash. it because it's future. Exactly. Like I don't think that's the right comparison. I'm thinking more of like a Fifty Six Nights. No. No. What? 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 Fifty Six Nights. No. What? Are you fifty Six Nights. You're not getting a. That's you're not getting a Fifty Six Nights. We might be getting a Fifty Six Nights. Yeah. Oh. No, you're not. You're you're no, I'm hoping. No, still, I, you know, I'm hoping. Yo, I'm hoping. This guy is. <laughs> this guy's a crazy optimist. No. Yeah. Uh, so optimism, twenty nineteen. So. Yo, is this the third part? of of the like the future Hendrix the wizard like is this like the third part of that you know what I'm talking about I think he no he has so many names he got yeah. fire marshal still bro. <laughs> 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 <You> guys, <laughs> who else he got what is what am I uh... future Hendrix super fire marshal I don't even know man super fire marshal the wizard the wizard super he might come up with that too man. <laughs> Like, Where's DS3, man? That's that's what I need, bro. Like, maybe it's coming later. This is just a warm-up. You know how Fuck. Future is. Like, he might drop this and he might drop another album two weeks well, later. No, well, he's, week. gonna drop, <laughs> he's, gonna, Probably. he's dropping Super Slimy too, though. Well, it looked like... Well, yeah, exactly. So, it's 20 tracks on this new album that's upcoming. How many, how many features are y'all expecting on here? 
None. <laughs> no features? Come on, he can't do that. Nah. And uh, he might throw, he might throw baby or like Gunner on there baby. or like Scooter. 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 He likes there. Scooter. He likes Scooter. And he might throw Juice World. I don't know their best friends out of for some reason. Yeah. Juice World or Thug on there. I feel like even though some, they should I feel end like that. Thug has end I'm, I'm be surprised if Cardi find a way on this thing, man. I'll be, Cardi might find a way. Really Meek might find a way. I'm, I but I'm, it I'm expecting future no features. Oh <laughs> you think he's going to announce the features or he's going to like follow this wave of people just dropping the songs and you figure it out? I hate that. <laughs> I know you I hate that, Craig. Hate I just that, feel like man. people, when they usually drop their feature, bro, like their 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 song, like their single, like yeah. there's usually like a feature on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm getting the vibe that it's about to just be but Craig, why do you hate that though? Why do you hate the the surprise? Man, yo, this all started with shout out to my boy, but it's all started with Travis Scott had me guessing. <laughs> like man's was saying Andre three thousand was on the album. I'm like, where? where? <laughs> I was like, where? And yo, yeah. Hold on, hold on, keep on going, my bad. Then um, who else did it? Um Twenty One. Yeah, Twenty One just did it. They're like, oh, J. Cole's on the album. I'm like, I didn't hear J. Cole. I, uh, disclaimer, I'm not a big J. Cole fan, so I don't really bump him. But, like, they're like, I, I listened to the whole thing. I'm like, where is J. Cole? Why am I so confused? So I really don't like it because it makes me have to go back to see who is on the track so I can listen to them more, which is kind of frustrating as a fan, especially if you're going to put someone on. Even though those were known features, yes, for both yeah. artists. It is frustrating as a fan not to be able to be like, oh, featuring this person, so I can maybe deep dive into their discography. When I see an album, if there's features on it, most cases, I might pick the features first. Right. No, I'll never pick the features but like, first. You always when I see, like, when yeah. I see it, like, when I see it, like, without thinking, I just go, okay, think... fuck. And, like, when I'm listening to the album, like, yo, oh, fuck, yeah. this nigga's on it? Like, it gets for any like, For any album, I'm, in the, comes on, for any comes album on, I'm that guy that listens to uh, an album straight through the first time. Like, I can't shuffle around and listen to, one, like, track eight before I listen to track one. Like, I can't do that. I can't do that. So, with yeah. this no features being listed, I feel like it, it's put the, it puts the onus on people to listen to it in order because you never know who's going to be on which track. Right. So, I like, no, I'm, sure. I'm a fan of it. And, like, the Travis Scott Astroworld, when I first saw that, that... I don't know. It was like a surprise to me because I had to figure out each one, but I could tell. Like, but so I feel cool. like it it brings a lot of excitement, you know. Just it does. Like, hold on, mm-hmm. it's just it's like hold on, is this Frank? Like, hold on, mm-hmm. it's not Drake. You know, it brings excitement. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like like when Drake came out, <laughs> yeah. like, 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 if you're not able to like recognize the voice or the the style of the yeah. artist, like it means, are you really a fan of that artist? Regardless, right. you know what I mean. So, and then, and then, yeah, it's, it's a pleasant surprise when you hear somebody that you really do not know the voice, and then you, get, yeah. you look it up, and you're like, "Oh, exactly. this, this dude's hard, right?" Like, exactly, exactly. So, so it, it works both ways, I'd say for sure. I, I like the and I like the I like the su- surprise drops of albums too, which uh, I think we're gonna expect that from Rihanna. Mm. Rihanna's about to; she's been cooking in the studio. Dropping like little teasers of videos when she's in the studio. What y'all, what y'all expecting from her project? Nothing but fire. But, yeah, she she's the ultimate she's the ultimate teaser. Like she goes in the studio, she knows what she's doing. She mm-hmm. plays the song, but it's on mute, so you don't hear anything. But you see Rihanna, so regardless, you're gonna be excited to see Rihanna in the studio. Man, it's and she took the whole yo, year I, off. I, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know about that. I kind of disagree. I don't. I don't remember which Drake album it was. I wanted it was more life. 
Or no, sorry, it was views. It was views. It was views. The one that was extremely delayed. The man said he was dropping yeah. it in March. Then he dropped. Then he was dropping it in December. Then it was May. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that one I was looking forward to as a fan. Mm-hmm. And then when he finally dropped it after all that time, I'm like, man, this ain't this ain't even that good. So that's yeah. what I don't like the build up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I think it's gonna happen with my boy Uzi. I'm not really gonna comment on Rihanna because I'm not that big of a fan, but. This wow. little Uzi Vert um build up, I am getting nervous because <laughs> there must be a reason why he's not dropping it, and I don't know how much of a perfectionist he is, but like I'm just hoping that comes sooner it's, than later. It's crazy. I, I mean, don't know. Rihanna can do whatever it's, she wants. I mean, she's established, exactly. right? But like, damn, like I, I'm I'm looking back. Anti was anti anti. I mean, nice. it was. Shit. It was good. Three years ago. It it's three years ago. Was though. I'm talking good. about it came out January, February of 2016. Like yeah, it's... but the thing is, she has she's been doing other things. Of like course, she has a whole yeah. lingerie. She has a whole makeup. Right. And like I feel like her her time away from music, and then her time to actually come back and take her time with the music. Yeah, will just be but, just as good. But we're damn near approaching Frank Ocean territory, where we're waiting for four years in but, between. Yo, for she the has that type of, but she also has she that type she, That's yeah, the thing. she has a huge yo, high, yo, just like that. a Beyonce or anyone yo. else. They can All take right. their time with their music. Speak. Right. Speaking of Frank, yo, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a hypocrite for being an optimist. Yeah, I think he might drop something this this well, year. I think so. I'm just going off a hunch. I'm pretty just going off him being on the cover of GQ. I feel like he has something. Well, something didn't coming he, up. Well, I wouldn't say just drop. What when did Blonde drop? What was that? 2016. That was actually 2016. 2016. Yeah, 2016. <laughs> I think he'll yeah. drop something. I think he'll drop something. Yeah. This so uh, what do you guys think about uh, J. Cole with uh, Take Oh, that shit's going to be crazy. Everybody flying to Atlanta to record with this nigga. It's crazy. That shit's going to be wild. You think it's going to be like the Dreamville collab project or like just that's going to be like songs that he's going to release with Take Heat? Like a new project? Shoot, he could do both. Right. He could do a, he could do the Revenge of the Dreamers, the collab tape, and then he could do his own maybe tape with Take Heat. Like I don't even know. I don't know. Because that's that's the thing with J. Cole. A lot of fa- people like I mean, he has this fan base that's gonna love him whenever he does. But mm-hmm. like a lot of like new J. Cole fans or people mm-hmm. that try to like him, it's hard to like him because he right. directs his own. He makes produces his own music. He writes everything right. So it's hard to hear. J. Cole, when it's a lot of J. Cole, it's, like, yeah. very similar. So to hear him on, like, a Take Keith beat or Weezy I think he's, or whoever. I think so he's doing be... it, he, and he can do whatever he wants to. I think he's solidified. But I think he's just doing it to work with other producers to show that he can. He's like, all right, I hear y'all talk about all I do is produce my own shit. Like, I can still fuck up other producers' beats, too. Like, if y'all, you know, all the, all the new people, you know, just say all I, all I do is just rap bars and stuff. Like, I can yeah. do trap stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, and it'll yeah. help that he just has to, has to focus on just rapping. You know, he doesn't have to produce everything, mm-hmm. worry about every little detail. When exactly. he just raps, like he's probably top yeah. five, arguably, right? So, you hear him on a feature. I mean, he's, he's, that's like what he's crazy. said on the Twenty One album on a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. When he was like, he was like, I would hop on everyone's track and look what I did to him. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be an artist. In- <laughs> Secure a J. Cole feature because I'm getting washed 100%. Exactly. I'm getting oh, washed oh, oh. by J. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Wait, we are, but to go back on the future topic, since we're all future highs, 
and we're talking about, and he had that big statement that he just released mm-hmm. today, right, on Twitter. Yeah. Talking about, like, the goats of trap, right? Mm-hmm. Or the greatest of all time, or, like, who's the new generation? We're talking about Little Baby and Gunner. Right. Like, they're the new generation, right? Yeah. They're the new goats. Who's your... So, like, we should yeah. talk about, like, top three? who's our goats when we talk about trap. Like, yeah, I'll let's do a top, top three, three or top, top four. Top three, top five. Top three, top five. I'll give you T.I., Jeezy. Yep. Oh, okay. Gucci. Yep. Yep. And then four, I'll throw in Future. Man, I'll put the same up. Mm. I'm good with that too, to be honest. I got Gucci. I'd give, I'd give Chief honorable mention, but that's what mm-hmm. I'd put up. I got Gucci, Future. Uh, who did I say in the group chat? <laughs> Lil Boosie. Boozy. Boozy. And oh, Titty Boy, not Two Chains, like nah, Titty nah, Boy, nah. like old Cody and Cowboys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like old football times, Titty Boy. Yeah, playing circles, yeah. that's the bad boys, Titty Boy. Holy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I give my top three, top four, but I'll be honest, like in high school, I wasn't listening to trap. Like ZQ is the one that got me into trap music. You know, he's been telling me Gucci was the goat. Before mm-hmm. my eyes saw it, <laughs> my ears heard it. But yeah, I would have to. I would have to put you know Gucci's up there for sure. My number mm-hmm. that would be number one for me. Just looking at his impact. Um, yeah, Jeezy's up there. Future and uh, yeah, I I I go with I go with Ti too. I agree with with Abbott's top four, but right. um, I wouldn't I wouldn't even really put. Thug in that category because Thug's just versatile. Mm. Like, yeah, he's just a hybrid if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, he's he a hybrid. Do, he's he not do a lot. straight right. trap. Yeah, yeah. So he's just very, he's very like artsy. He's very artistic. Mm-hmm. So, ah, oh, this is so easy. Gucci man, the goat. Gucci man, the flag. Guwap, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Big guwap. That's great. But uh, nah, seriously. Skinny, so skinny go up. <laughs> Come on now, but uh, Gucci is the goat, man. I don't care what anybody say. The way he changed the game, he started yeah. this whole putting out Gucci hella music one. at a time. He was on hella mm-hmm, features. Mm-hmm. He put on hella people. Yeah, yeah. He, he OJ the Juice on, Man. OJ the Juice Man. He even had. He I even, love OJ. He even put Nicki Minaj on. But a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. He, he, he had. He had Gucci on has tracks. some old Young Thug tracks too. Thug, young Thug. thug, thug yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's he put Thug. You remember he did a collab with Chief Keef. He he yeah. helped his career, man. But I'm going with Gucci number one. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going with Ti for the goat that he is. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going with Jeezy, but. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm throwing future within my top five. I'm actually, okay. I think niggas need to put some respect on this nigga Gotti's name. I was thinking about mm. that. Yo, Gotti. Okay. 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 And then honestly, bro, I'm probably throwing in, I might be throwing in Dolph, man, before I'm throwing future in. As no, like a, come on. As a trap rapper. <laughs> as a trapper. Zeke's going trap trap. Like, he's going like. Yeah. This is, that's what trap, trap music trap. is, bro. It's true. It's true. Future it's true. isn't okay. a trap artist no more. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. No, that's kind of no. fair. Old, old Future was, bro, back when he was singing more, back during his Pluto and all those days. Pluto, man, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, before Pluto, bro, Future was talking about drugs heavy, like selling drugs, dope slinging, killing. 
He's not doing yeah. that no more, bro. He's not mm-hmm. doing that no more, bro. I'm talking about trap, trap music. Like, these are these are one. trap artists. You know what I mean? Like, so y'all gotta yeah, take it but he's that a, perspective. He's evolved though. Like, he's evolved. Yeah, he's evolved into something that he's no longer a trap artist no more, bro. He's not. Mm. Damn. He's not a trap artist, and that's just how it is, man. Like, but everybody I just named I agree. are niggas that talk about trapping. They talk about drugs. They talk about killing. Those are all people that you could throw right. in there, man. And I just think that, like, you know, to throw future and say baby, even baby and gunner. Come on now, gunner. Nigga only talk about jewelry, bro. He only talk honestly, about jewelry, honestly, bro. I'm telling you, bro. And then, like, he might, and then he might say, like, yeah, my nigga, man, he'll handle that for you. Okay, anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on now, bro. Chris Brown got it, got somebody that'll handle some shit for him. Like, <laughs> let's be real, <laughs> son. Chris Brown really do. Oh, you'll handle that shit. Yeah, yeah bro. Like, oh, he'll handle some shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, baby. Maybe baby might be the closest thing to a trap rapper. That's kind of mm-hmm. what uh, his last tape was uh, on, um, whatchamacallit, forget, Street forget Gossip. Street Gossip. He might be the closest mm. thing to a trap artist right now, man. Then you might have got NBA Young Boy. Exactly. You know what I mean? You could probably yeah. throw him up in there. Bro. For the young kids. Yeah, like like those type of dudes. Who else out here that's young? You think still Kodak's out trap? here? Yeah, Kodak. Uh, uh, he can't uh, no I, more. I, I, no, no. He yeah, can't I, I no more because of, because of his legal issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. But, I mean, like, trap music is, isn't really a thing anymore, man, because these guys are making so much money. That you don't have yeah, to be, yeah. you don't have to live in a trap no more. Exactly. You don't got to be. They just talk no about their bro. their ups. They don't really talk about their yeah, downs. Yeah, they don't really anymore. talk about exactly. That's what I was gonna say. They don't really talk yeah. about trapping no more. They don't need to. Yeah. And that's what Baby was doing. Now, as far as like, I don't even know how to categorize it. But if you want to call it as this, as this trap beat, as ZB would say, this trap beat era, where everybody's hopping on these Zaytoven beats, these Takey mm-hmm. beats, and stuff like that. I think lyrically. And uh, we've all agree. I think Young Thug lyrically is the best artist right now in terms of lyrics and how he's able to put a song together and how he's, he's able to put a flow together. And, like, mm-hmm. people don't really, like, honor Young Thug as the GOAT that he is, man, because, like, the reason why Gunna raps the way he does is because of Thug. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, sure. the way he puts the flow together is because of Thug. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even Baby said that. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. I just not putting Future up there. Like, I love, bro. I love Future, bro. He's a great artist, man. I, you know, Future is definitely in my top three of, of artists that I listen to. But lyrically, Future is just not up there. You know what I mean? He's just able to just give us pregame music, help us out when we're going through it. Mm-hmm. And he's a good entertainer. He's, <laughs> he's a, great a good entertainer. He's a great entertainer, And he knows how to market himself. And he knows yeah, how exactly. to market himself very well. So, yeah. For you to yeah. put Future in the top fives as a trap writer, bro, come on, man. Respect, dog. Come on, man. This man got <laughs> shot out a hundred times and then got up there and, and, and rapped about it. <laughs> like, right. Come on. And made a whole song about how he, <laughs> how he was in the city, bro. It was like, what's up? Like, right. Pull up. I admit when I'm wrong about something and I was wrong about Gucci back in high school. But right. speaking yeah. of people admitting when they're wrong, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want Craig. You know a little bit more about this topic, and you brought it up. Um, so, can you right. introduce introduce a little bit about this whole Kevin Hart situation and him? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Go ahead. So, I'm not a Twitter man. I haven't done the deep dive, but I've been reading the reports. So, Kevin Hart was supposed to host the Academy Awards. Is it yeah. Golden Globes? Whatever. Whatever he was supposed Oscar, to. Yeah. Oscar. Oscars. 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 My fault. Sure. My fault. So, he's supposed to host that, and you know me. I'm not even a big Kevin Hart fan, but, you know, I like to see my, you know, black men 
doing big things on the big stage. And the background was that, you know, that's one of his um, things on his bucket list. You know, maybe um, that, that was one of his, like, things he really wanted to accomplish. So mm-hmm. I see the whole Ellen interview that she's trying to finesse him into going. And then the report comes out that, oh, due to Kevin Hart not apologizing again for stuff that he did in the past, which he already addressed, because they're going to go without a host. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, how many times does a man need to address it? Like, and and this was about him tweeting, what something that's detri- like detrimental to to gays, right? Hom- like homophobic tweets. That's what it was. Yeah, it was a, it was some home. Like I said, I'm not a Twitter man. It was some homophobic tweets, but at the end of the day, like he's a comedian, right? right. So, and you know, I hate to say it, but black community historically is known to um, not really accept the the uh, LGBTQ community, right? But um, at the end of the day, he did address it. He did say, you know, that was in the past mm-hmm. and I could have chose my words uh, a little better and he did address it. So I just don't know why they need him to keep apologizing. Yeah. Yeah. What do y'all, what do y'all feel about that? Like, like, I mean, celebrities are always in the public eye and like you feel like they owe you something. They owe you an apology for stuff that they mm-hmm. said and, and things like that. But like, can you really hold something that someone said in the past through social media over their head for that long. I mean, it's, I feel like he has apologized for it. It's like, what else do you want from the man? Like, you know, like he, he apologized for something that he tweeted about, you know, years ago. I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if all of us have had Twitter for a long time. I'm sure we've tweeted something that's probably, you know, not acceptable in today's time, but like, it's, Like how how long can you really hold like hold something against somebody for something? It's like it's very very hard to gauge it in this society. Like because we see it almost like every day. Everyone's going back, looking back at like quarterbacks or whoever it's, like they, that have hmm. that have type, some type of fame, and they just try to dig up some type of dirt on them, and they always get some type of ridicule. It's point. a dangerous it's time. Like, it's, it's, hard. it's very it's like sensitive times, man. You it's know? very sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. And like also like even like I was seeing when this R. Kelly thing came out, like they were looking back at like Drake, how he used to bring out girls on his stage and like he would like give them a kiss and that was part of like his, his show and they might have been like younger girls or whatever. Like they would bring back that. Like it's very hard, it's very sensitive. Anything you say or do you might mm-hmm. get crucified You're for You're scrutinized, like, exactly. Yeah. So yo, so have any do all do any of you know what he tweeted? I don't. I don't. Kevin Hart. Yeah, I don't know the exact tweet. Cause I just found it, so I'm yeah. just gonna say what it is, and then we could go from there. You know, do a deeper dive on it, and see mm-hmm. what we say. If, like, I guess. Okay, Kojo, I like you it, being right? proactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So there was a tweet in quotations. The man's like, "Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm gonna break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay.' End quote." Okay. Um, I mean, that's definitely just him being trying to be funny. Like it's just him trying to be a comedian. Hold on, time out. Did he say this in yep. his in in one of his show his uh comedies though? Like did, I, I, I think he might sound familiar. It sounds familiar. Like, that's gay. It like, sounds like, familiar. That, like stop. That's gay. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. Like mm-hmm. I think so. So uh, I just um, still as knowing who Kevin Hart is and has watching all his. Like yeah. all his specials. I guess I don't think it's bad in some terms. I think comedians in some cases should be exempt for certain things and for saying certain things. 
Um, I think yeah. he was only saying it as a joke. I don't think no. there's any malice he was, towards he was definitely the LGBTQ saying it as community at yeah. all. So and you know what I mean? He already apologized I, for I'm it. not from that community, so right. maybe I can't really talk yeah. on it that much and say what, what they shouldn't be offended and what <laughs> should offend them. But I don't think and let's I mean let's put in my opinion. Uh, not put ourselves in his shoes, but when we were growing up in in middle school and in high school, like when we say something like that's gay, right? Like it was it was more so it, we were trying to be funny, right? And we, like we didn't, mm-hmm. we had no, we were ignorant to the um, to the community, you know. We're, we're mm-hmm. ignorant to the word and how it can really affect someone um, that's part of that community, and and it's, it's detrimental, right? Like, I think we've evolved now, hopefully as a society where people, I don't really hear people, you know, going around calling shit, oh, that's gay, like, that's gay, like, it was, it was more of a thing when we were, when we were growing up and around that time that you could probably get away with saying those things, but as long as he's not saying shit like that now, I don't understand the difference, like, he, he apologized, like, he, apologized he, for he, he felt he, he some type it. of way back then, and it was the wrong thing to say, but he's grown as a person since then, hopefully, but he's apologized for it. That's at, at the end of the day, that's, that's all you need from him. You know, I mean, it, the actions still go a long way. If he wants to like involve himself with the LGBTQ community and uh, get involved. But I mean, I, I don't think we need to keep hammering a dead horse there. Like he apologized and, and that's that. Now, do you, do you think that we're, too sensitive to this topic. Yeah. Do you think society uh, be, is too that's sensitive to this topic? Do you think that we came to the point where we're a little too sensitive to this topic? Yeah, yeah it might be because like, yeah, no, nah, and I and I get that, man. And it's it's hard for me to to kind of like talk about this topic because one of my best best friends, she's she's gay and she she's married to a woman, and you know, kind of just hear like the struggles that she we, she went through and like trying to come out and you know voice that. Uh, you know, to her peers and people at her job and stuff like that, her family. It's hard, man, but I think, like, I've been in instances where I think that the topic is a little too sensitive, and mm-hmm. I think we allow uh, people within the LGBTQT community to kind of, you know, say comments that they shouldn't be saying. And I was reading some comments just now that they were saying about Kevin Hart, man, they were a little rude, man. Like people call mm-hmm. him out his name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people call him little people saying like, you have a small, this and that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just stuff like that, man. And yeah. I just think that like, I don't think Kevin Hart meant any harm by it. He was just saying it because he was saying it, but you shouldn't be going back and digging up tweets from years ago that he said to kind of just, you know, hurt this guy's image. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, I don't know why it's even a thing. Like, it happens so often where sometimes when a popular person gets on a a mainstream or it gets to a point or they're going to be hosting something or they're popular or they're trending, people want to dig up something to tear them down. Like, I don't know why that's a thing in today's society. Like, they just jump on something that's negative from their past and they try to tear them down. Right. Like, that's not something we should be doing. We should be trying to bring people up. And try to make sure they forget about their past. We shouldn't have to always recall, go go back on their past and just bring right. back the negatives, you know? So I don't know why it's like right. that. But... <coughs> right. 
I mean, a lot of to do, especially if it's something that's been addressed. This is America, bro. He's a black man in America. You know what I mean? Like, this is like the type of things that 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 not only he's gonna go through, but we're gonna go through as well. Like ZB mentioned, you know, we've all probably tweeted something that we shouldn't have in the past, or we Mm -hmm. said something online that we shouldn't have passed. You know, God forbid that that ever comes back and haunts us in a way where we can't um, achieve something in our future because of that. You know, that mistake. But that's the type of thing that you deal with as a black man is you got to be twice as good and and twice as clean as Mm -hmm. well. You know what I mean? And and that's why, you know, like people like love like people like President Obama. You know what I mean? Because out of all his years, man, like we never heard anything about him. Like stuff like this, man. And just certain. And that's why people praise people like that, because it's so hard these days. It's just. It's hard to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. And Kevin Hart, mm. you know, he shouldn't have tweeted that uh, when he did. But at the time, you know, he was young. He was immature. Yeah. And he apologized and he realized mistakes. But I don't think that he should be continued to be punished for something that, you know, he apologized for and, and asked for forgiveness. And I think that should be the yeah. end of the topic. Yeah. It's hard to even talk on topics like this because it's such a sensitive world we live in. So, we we're trying to watch what we say right. ourselves, so yeah. it's even hard to even voice our opinion, even though we have a platform to speak our mind. Like it's still even hard to even speak on something that's so sensitive, right? So we'll move on to from All something right. like this and you know, let's, talk about something else. All right, let's let's move on to a, a much lighter topic. You know, we like to get in our relationship bag on here. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but. What what is y'all opinion on if you're dating the? Can y'all date a a flirty slash bubbly girl, or you know slash friendly? Let's say friendly. I'm talking about friendly to to everyone. Yeah. If yeah. you introduce so her, like pretty yeah, yeah, pretty much yeah. Like you meet a girl and like, of course you you're attracted to her at first, <laughs> but then it gets to a point where like you bring around your friends, and then you gauge that she's just very like touchy-feely she's very flirty like and she's just very bubbly and it's like a bit too much like how do you gauge that like is that like does that make her not wife and material or that's not something you guys even look at i i can't do it man more because i'm moody as fuck so I can't deal with somebody that's just always fucking like bubbly. Bubbly every like, day. Like sometimes I just need you to be like, just like I come home from work, I'm just drained. I need you to be drained as well. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like we 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 together, but we're not really like engaging. But we're together. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that the same thing goes for like a girl that has like a, a ton of friends too, man. You know what I mean? Like not just girls but guys and stuff like that i don't think i could date somebody that's very very popular mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think yeah, that, yeah. i think that falls under the same category yeah as bubbly yeah, if they're and, bubbly and friendly they're gonna be super friendly they're yeah, gonna have man. a lot of friends yeah like i'm not i can't be dealing like oh yeah like my homeboy trevor from back home just hit me i'm like <laughs> like you didn't name like three different trevors like come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a that's that's a red flag in my book I wouldn't want to have a girl that's way too bubbly, way too flirty. Yeah. Because, like, if you're, if you're like that with, like, I know you're like that with me, but you shouldn't be like that with everyone else. Right. Yeah. In a way, you know, there should be some type of cutoff where yeah. you're like, you know? So. Nah. And I've met girls like that who has dudes and, like, 
She's yeah, sitting there exactly. like she got her hand on me and shit. Her boyfriend standing right, right there. And I'm just like, yo, bro, like. <laughs> yeah, I need exactly. my. I need. I need a mix though. Like I need a my girl to be a like friendly. Um, when it's the right time, you know what I mean. Like if I'm yeah. introducing you to one of my close friends, like you know, of course I don't want you to come across as oh yeah she, she's like, yeah. she's mean, you know. No, but, no, she's at, good at that. Though. Yeah, but at the she's same at yeah that. at the same time, if we're if we're out in a setting or whatever, and uh, for some reason like a stranger starts talking to her, like I I kind of want her to be grungy, like like don't exactly like, exactly like yeah. I'm with my people over there, like. Stay with y'all. Stay with your people over there. Like we, we're good exactly. over here. So yeah, I feel a, like a I feel like I feel like a girl being grungy is definitely like a great trait for a woman to have. Yeah. You know, like her the ability for her to be like, right. nah, I'm not with this. Mm-hmm. You know, and just that you don't have to always have to step up and be like, nah, nigga, that's too much. Right, right, you know? right. Like for right. her to actually step up herself and be like, what are you doing? You can't see my man's right here. Mm-hmm. Like that's like an attractive trait. You know, mm-hmm. so. I think we got a. Uh, do we have our first special guest that just popped in? I just popped in. I was gonna say while well, I, I was waiting. I was waiting for the moment. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Well, what's up? it only let's it, do it the only honors. Makes sense. It only makes sense since this is our special episode number ten. So without further ado, some people call him Mr. Check the Vibe. Some people call him Black Jedi. And we'll call him T Bay. Hey. My guy, TJ, what's going on? I mean, well, thank you for joining in to the Mo's and Woes podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> <First> <laughs> I feel honored. <laughs> yes, sir. So, T-Bay, we, we uh, started getting in a couple different topics. I know you probably caught on the tail end of that last one, but what are you? what's your opinion on that? What Can you... Can you date a girl that's very friendly and bubbly? I mean, you're you're a very positive guy all the time. Anyway, every time I've been up there in Canada, you're always in a great mood. Like, you know. But do you want do you want a girl to be very friendly and bubbly like every day? Can you handle it? Do, like, do you want her to to be like that? Um, it depends. If she if she's wifey, if she's wifey, then no. But if mm-hmm. she's just one of those side girls, yeah, yeah, for sure, she's got to be bubbly, you know? Why she a side piece? Oh, because you don't want her hanging around you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I like you, too, bro. <laughs> I like him. But now, now that we got we got Boogie back, because this is a topic that I was having with with uh, with Boogie earlier this week. Right, right. Being around the girl that's a bit too flirty and a bit too bubbly, like it's like almost it is it is kind of a red flag. And like <laughs> like I like even if I meet a girl and she's bubbly and flirty, like my first thought is to be like she might be a bit easy. Like that's what you gotta think, you know? If she's bubbly, flirty, exactly. And one game of nervous, and I got this already. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Why are you playing nervous? This guy is nasty. Okay, you know the girl that you finesse from nervous is not the one. <laughs> the one. <laughs> the one you... <laughs> I know all Mads in here has played nervous. 
That was not in my bag. So let me get on on this. Yeah, because I was trying to say before, it's like it does go hand in hand. Like, why does the bubbly girl have to be so friendly? And why does she have to have all the friends in the world? Like, those bubbly girls, they don't have a negative bone in their body. Yeah, her should be So torn. it's like, and the thing is, at a certain age, it's like, yo, I'll, I can be an advocate for this. Like, I'm the type of guy, I'm hopeless romantic, who misinterprets friendliness for flirting. I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm not the only guy that has done that in the past. So it's like, she'll be flirt and flirt in but it'll just she'll genuinely be that's like her personality she's friendly like she's with that with every single other dude is what you gotta have in the back of your mind mm-hmm. so yeah, the fact really, that like really. she's doing that on a consistent basis is like T-Bay said is like nah she, if she's wifey can't have that exactly. side ting mm-hmm. you know keep her at a distance and like yeah. you know yeah play along with it but at the end of the day she's not the one how, mu- how much do you think of you know if a girl is friendly and flirty, that she's insecure though. You know, like she had, like she doesn't want to come across as stuck up because she's mm. she's maybe not that confident. Have the confidence. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that could be a case too. I mean, that's a good question. That could be a yeah, yeah. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they might just be nice to everyone because mm-hmm. they don't want to have right. anyone not like them because you know they don't think that them as themselves can just build up the confidence that people are going to like them regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but like, if it's she, a tricky situation. If she's wifey and she, like, holds it down and she's still friendly with, like, other people, but she holds it down she lets you know that it's yours. Isn't it just, like, a thing where you got to be just secure with yourself? And, like, you got to know mean, yeah, of course. your place and she lets yeah. you know your place in her life. Like, shouldn't you just be secure with yourself? Even though she's just being friendly, that's true. But at the end of the day, I'm only yeah. a man, you know. I'm gonna have that, no, that anxiety, you know? right? If uh, if like I see her in a in like a public group and she's just like that, how do I know how she's gonna be mm. when she's by herself? You know what I mean? And she has a little too many drinks or something. Yeah. So, oh, come on now, man. You can't. You can't. You can't compare just, those oh, okay. You can't compare those two, you can't, bro. You can't assume. You can't assume, but like. It's, no, you, you just never know. know if she's if she's too nice. You know how guys are, man. They just gonna take it as he's flirting and like, oh, she wants me to shoot my shot. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. like kind of like yeah. the fear that kind of goes with it. Um, right. But at the same time, man, like you can't. If a girl is just bubbly and and, and got a friendly personality, like yeah. if if that's your girl, that's the girl that you fall for. Would you mm-hmm. would you still fall for the same girl if she wasn't that way? You get what I'm saying? Like, like. If she changed up the way she was um, with other people, like, if she wasn't that same person, would you still be involved with her the same way? Would you still have the strongest feeling? Like, you fell for her because of her personality. So, like, that mm-hmm. just comes down to an instance where, like, you just got to, like, trust your girl. And if your girl has yeah. a bubbly personality, yeah. you just got to be one of those, like, dudes that just, like, really, really trust their girl. Now, me, mm-hmm. I'm not that nigga, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not that type of nigga. Exactly. <laughs> there, there's some dudes out there that's like, you know, yeah. that okay with that. You know what I mean? I know a yeah. lot of dudes, man, like, they'll be in the same bar as their girl, but he always on the other side the entire time. <laughs> and she's always on the other side. And he's perfectly fine with it. 
Me, I'm not that right. type of nigga. I need to be. I need to be engaged with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Even especially yeah. if my girl is bad, you know what I mean? Like it's just exactly, like yeah. that's just kind of like how it is, man. It's just and I kind of get upset when I see like dudes. I'm like, I'm talking to like my boy's girl, and he's like kind of far away. Mm-hmm. I kind of take on that role. <laughs> I kind of take on that role where like, all right, yeah, that's my time to step up. I need to look out for her. While, right, my, right. while my boy is gone, you know what I mean? Just a case. Yeah, of but niggas a lot of niggas aren't like you. You know, a lot of niggas won't aren't like you. Yeah, that's Other true. Niggas might take that opportunity yeah. to slide in themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in most cases, your girl's gonna hold you down in that most situation cases. and say like, "Yo, dog." Most I mean, most cases. <laughs> I should. These girls scandalous cases, out here, bro. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> scandalous <laughs> out here, bro. Exactly. So. Never know, whatever. But, um, T Bay, let's uh, I know you had a big 2018 year release, like mm-hmm. what was it? Two pro, three projects. So, you had two projects. You had, uh, what'd you have? The Quiet Hour with uh, with Headley Daniel. Shout out, Headley Daniel. Yeah. Um, check the vibe, yeah. And then we had Captain Hook, mm-hmm. yeah, three projects. So, 2018 yes. was a big year. You had a lot of music videos as well. All on YouTube, go check that out. Uh-huh. Um, yep, yep, yep. Pepperoni oh, pizza yeah. featuring Boogie. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Lynch Oz for the um for the ninety three point five plug radio station. Oh yeah, that too. Uh, on, the radio. on the radio too. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. So what's what's so in what, store what's... for twenty nineteen, huh? Yes, sir. What's in store for twenty nineteen? Okay, so we got we got more videos coming out, but um. The main emphasis is going to be uh, performances, but at, like, well-known venues mm. this time. Okay. So we're trying to – I'm trying to get something together um, at Adelaide Hall for end of February. Mm-hmm. That's that's the next big move. Right. And, yeah, Lynch House, we got to talk about that um, on the next day. Yeah. But, yeah, we're, I'm, I'm lining that up right. as we speak. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Sounds good, sounds yeah. good. So are you going to release a project this year or are you just going to keep it the, the singles? Um, that's the thing. I want to, I want to chill on the, on the projects. I don't want to just, I don't want to just throw it out. I kind of want to put out singles, build some buzz off the videos. And then, and then when you, when you tell me it's the right time, then, then I'll know it's time to start focusing on the project. Cause uh, uh, uh. I, have, I have, I have this problem where I just do all this music, do all this music. Then as soon as I feel like it's ready, I just put it out. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's hard it's and it, because we live in a, in a society, especially like the music industry, it's very saturated. So mm. it could just easily be lost. So you have to have great timing when you put out your music, right? So, yeah. and there's a lot, and of, even in the, a lot of music being put out too. So I was just going to say in the last podcast, you guys were saying 2018 was a big year right. for hip hop in general, you know, like with all the other artists. So even me, a little guy, I'm, I'm trying to find my own lane where it's like, all right, you know, thing just drop his project here like all right maybe i can drop mine here do you think right. like Tima, do you think that like 2018 is going to be like become the new norm or was that just like one of those random years where everybody i feel like dropped something you know what i mean like i feel like we we kind of go like 2016 was a huge year for music 2017 dropped down a little bit and then 2018 you know shot back up like, do you do you anticipate um, 2019 being close to 2018 when it comes to like the volume of music being released, or do you think it's gonna like, you know, not not be as as much this year? I kind of I kind of hope that there's not as much, just because um, I didn't really get a chance to take in all the albums that mm. came out. Like, yeah, exactly. So, some, something something would drop, 
I would either miss it or hear it. But then like a week later, it'd be, oh, thing, thing just dropped this, yeah. you know? And for me, for me, like, I can't just like break down an album after listening to it like a couple times. Like I need to yeah. like sit on it for a week, smoke to it, you yeah. know, like play, play it at work, see how it feels when I wake up, when I go to sleep, then I can actually be like, all right, this is right. a good album. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, this, this you is- Gotta okay. give it the different you know, tests. Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's different from like a consumers. Like we we just wait and sit on the music. Like you as an artist, like you're making music. Like it's hard for you to keep up with all the music that's coming out when you're also making your own music and you don't want to be influenced by other artists as well, too, right? So you can't also listen to too many too much music when you're also listen making your own music, right? So because it could influence exactly. your sound, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? What do what do you think? Are, are you um? Are you looking at any collabs uh, with people with people that you haven't worked with before? Yeah, I I, I was gonna ask about yeah. that. Um, I am, I am. It's just, it's just hard to. How can I put it? Like, I, there's a lot of artists that I want to work mm. with, but it's just hard to gauge who's serious right. and whatnot. Like. Um, I'm always down to split 50-50 for, for studios and whatnot and videos, you know, 50-50. Mm -hmm. But, um, and I'm all, I'm, all, I'm always down to record whenever, wherever. But for other people, sometimes it's like, oh, I got mm -hmm. work, um, yeah. such and such, you know, days. And I can only record on weekends. And when the weekend comes, they want to do some next shit, mm -hmm. you know. So it's, it's a lot harder recording with people that you don't right. know. But that it, that is a goal for, for 2019. I, I don't want to just have people... Um, seeing you with the same and what's people. Your, you and know, what's your process behind it? Like, are you are you going to different shows or different like little uh, networking events or something like that, and maybe meeting somebody to, to collab with, or are you you know you're just like hearing their stuff like through Instagram or YouTube and just hitting them up like, yo, we should like we should collab or something like that. What's your what's your process for maybe uh, you know finding someone that you want to work with? For me, yeah, just getting out, getting out of the house. Like, there's a there's a lot of um ads i see on instagram six buzz i have to unfollow them <laughs> you know but um yeah like visually you know through 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 the gram a lot of artists look and sound good but then when you see them in person live it's like oh man <laughs> you know so yeah for me it's just yeah getting out getting out to different shows venues um and connecting with the artists in person mm -hmm. you know because a lot of people say a lot of people say one thing on the gram you know, and, and, and they'll keep saying one thing, one thing. And then by the time you meet up, it's like you're dealing with a different person, mm -hmm. you know. So mm -hmm. so from from jump, yeah, I just want to get out the house, meet the person, see see what they're all about. And then from there, yeah, see yeah. If, it's, if, it's, if it's worth that collab. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Tibe, so what do you think about the Toronto music scene in general? Like, have you ever considered maybe going to, I don't know, like maybe D.C., L.A., New York, Miami, like... Or even collabing with like a smaller artist from any of those places. Like, what do you think is like about the Toronto scene, and like what biggest like I guess obstacle of you like pushing music, getting it out to the mass audiences? Mm -hmm. So okay, so for the first part of the question, yeah, like ideally it would be nice to to branch out, get out there to BC. <laughs> um, that Montreal trip that we just did was amazing, mm -hmm. you know, I networked with, mm -hmm. uh, with a few artists, um, been in contact with a few of them. But uh, to answer the second half of the question, um, it's just it's just hard nowadays because 
I feel like everyone I meet is trying to be or is already an artist, you know? And it's just, there's just so much music. There's so many musicians in the city where it's like, it's, it's kind of hard for, it's kind of hard to be taken seriously, you know? And like, there's not really one one code on, on how to make it. Yeah. And I feel like everyone's trying to figure it out. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. doing their single releases. Yeah. Everyone's dropping their tapes. Everyone's dropping their videos. Yeah. But um, obviously it's it's more than that. And shout out to Dom and Just John, you know, they, they just signed that deal. Yeah. And now they're doing, now they're doing shows at bigger venues. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think, I think the hardest part is just trying to, because pe- people have been seeing me, you know, post music, new releases and whatnot, videos, but I feel like after a point in time, it just gets like, t- to them, it's like, oh yeah, that, that's T-Bay do- doing his music yeah, there, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm, so it just, mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like it just gets like, it's just the norm to them, mm-hmm. you know? Like to me, it's like, all right, I got this new project. Like, you know, it's, it's sounding sick. It's going to be nicer than the next one. Mm-hmm. But like, it really all depends on, on how you how you market it, how you how you build it up. So that's, that's my main goal for 2019. Um, not just, yeah, not just releasing something, Knowing that you know, I gotta I gotta grab people's attention mm-hmm. from early, um, whether it's uh, you know being on the streets trying to promote it or trying to send it out to different blogs. Mm-hmm. That's another thing too, trying to get like rap caviar or one of them to to post a video before it drops. Right. Um, yeah, really, just trying to. That's the hardest thing for me. Just trying to like I have a I have a little buzz, yeah. But it's trying to take that to the next right. level. You know, it's definitely hard in Toronto the way like. It's almost a dog-eat-dog world, you know? It's not like it how you see it in, like, Atlanta, where you'd have, like, Gucci that puts on all these artists, or you have Young Thug that puts on all these artists, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like that in Toronto, per se. Like, it's almost like everyone's just trying to be better than everyone else. You don't see as much collaboration within Toronto. So having the chance to collab with different artists, even though there's a bunch of artists in Toronto, like, it might be hard, because a lot of Toronto artists might even go to L.A., or go to Toronto, or I mean, Atlanta to collab instead of staying home and working with each other. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. even tough to collab regardless. But like enough about you, because I know you're tired of talking about yourself. Um, who are you looking, <laughs> who are you looking forward to artist-wise in 2019? Which artists are you looking up for? 2019. Um... Who, will, who will have a good year or who will fall off? Let me say that. Okay, okay, okay. My my main spotlight is on Gunna and Lil Baby. Uh, uh, question, question. Yeah. Hold on. Who's who's yeah. the better artist? Gunna or Lil Baby? Oh my god. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. Yo, okay, okay. Artists, um, artists is different. Lil, Lil Baby had but, the bigger year, okay. but personally, like I I, I like listening to Gunna more. Okay. Facts. Thank <laughs> you. Just, Round of applause. <laughs> He's just, just like, w- the sound. It's just the sound. That's all it is. The sound. Yeah, the sound. Yeah. The sound. He's not better. The, sound. Though, but I, I <laughs> the drip. <laughs> Yo, you guys are oh, listening, right. We're bro. listening, bro. We're listening. ZB, ZB still hasn't heard Deep End. Like, I don't know. It's right, bro. Crazy. Nah, nah. We're, we're... I still think he's sweet. It's the fucking problem. <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm listening to both. And Gunna just sounds better. It's all right. It's all right. Whatever. You talking about jewelry? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> right, man. Gunna, uh, Gunna makes a track. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, I'm also looking out for, um, so wait, Scorpion. Uh, did, did Tory Lane's album do better than Scorpion? Absolutely. Do be- uh, okay. Then, yeah, like then, what, what were we talking about? I'm like, doing better. What in the chart? In the chart or um, just to like the the media? Uh, 
Actually, yeah, both. Well, both. Scorpion uh, blew Scorpion everything out of the charts. Yeah, yeah, because he had a single. Okay, okay. Because yeah, he had a single. The, my feelings. That's true. That's true. God's plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. That's true. But um, I, 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 like, I would say the Scorpion album was better, but mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's tough to gauge, really. You bugging? Are you? I don't know, cause he, Drake had smashes. He had nice little what? He had God's plan. He had like big tracks, so yeah. it's hard to say that Toy's album was better. Like, I can only name like a couple songs from Toy's album, but fle- flexing or flexible. Like, hmm. so I don't know. Come on, now, it's not perfect. He know what song. I know. Is there any <laughs> anticipated albums that you're looking forward to, T-Bay? Um. I don't think anybody has really announced something for sure, for sure. But is there if there's one artist you had to pick, like that you're you're waiting for that album to drop, which one would it be? Oh, okay. I, I, I'd have to name two then, because number one is always going to be Cuddy, no matter. What <laughs> he could put out he could put out an album tomorrow. I can I can look for the next album. And okay. Next <laughs> I'll still be waiting for the next one, but um, I'd say I'd say uh. Who would I say? That's a good question. I wanna, I wanna say Sway Lee. Mm, I wanna say Sway Lee. Thank you. <laughs> Shout wanna, out wanna, to wanna, Sway Lee. Yeah. For a full, for a full album. Uh, when did Damn come out? Twenty seventeen. Oh, yeah. Kendrick. Okay. Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick. Yeah. 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 Kendrick needs a solo album to himself. Yeah. He gave us yeah. the Black Panther compilation last yeah. year. But yeah, that that was yeah, yeah. That, that that was that was good. That was yeah. good. Kendrick would, Kendrick would be huge. Just, yeah, would be yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So. Future's coming out soon. So I was gonna say Future Hendrix. Future Hendrix. I was the Future. <laughs> Fire Marshall. Yeah, yeah. The Fire Marshall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you what do you what do you expect from that, T Bay? What do you think it's gonna be? ZQ said it's gonna be. What do you say? It's gonna be like evil. Evil part like two. Evil. Uh, like what? Mm. What type of album are you expecting? Are you expecting like uh, just all like all just turn ups like or a little bit of love songs mixed in there too, or where we where you think is gonna come from it? Uh man, I hope Future just collabs with Metro and Zaytoven, maybe a couple with Southside, and yeah, I don't want to hear Future and his feelings anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need agree. To, I need to hear that raw. Aggressive future, <laughs> like fuck eighteen girls one night. So much, right, bro? I need it. Yeah, I need to hear. I hear the beast mode that's too, savage, savage, bro. Shit. That's what yeah, I. Yeah, beast mode too. Like, like, yeah, come on, yeah, that's, that's that's what slim I'm shit. Stallion. <laughs> 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 all, all right, so question. Segway ZB. Slim, slim shit or stallion? <laughs> Why are we queuing the Zagways now? Come on. Yo, that's a perfect segue. Straight, que- straight question. Slim shits or stallions? What's up? ZQ. I mean, I'm going Is with the slim me? shits. I mean, I'm going with them slim. But I'll take a stallion hand in. Uh, I prefer slim shit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> See, Lynch don't want to be on his toes, bro. You I'm biased, what? though. I'm biased. <laughs> What's what's the, what's the, what's the difference? What, what's the two? ZQ, I'll let you explain it, man. Break I gotta it explain it. Yeah, yes. yes. So a slim shit is. I need to stop calling him shit. <laughs> 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 
Let me stop. So a slim, a slim woman, is not necessarily skinny, but she just has like more of like a fit frame, like a you know a, a smaller frame, kind of on the skinny frame. side, exotic frame. But mm-hmm. you know she might got a little something back there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the stallion, man. I think I think that explains itself. You know what a stallion is? Horsepower. You know, she, you know she, I mean? she 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 thick. You know what I mean? She got everything. She got exotic frame too. Oh, yeah, I need me a stallion. <laughs> yeah, I need, I just, I need a stallion. That's what I said, man. I'll go with a stallion. Kojo, oh, you need a stallion? Yeah, I need a stallion. I need a stallion. Yo, Coach Lynch, I was about to get Susie back just now. That's the stallion. Oh, my God. No, no, no. That's crazy. Shout out, shout out, Susie. Wow. Yeah, yeah. you. That's my style. Yo. You. Crazy. Yeah, confidence. I like it. Stock. ZB. Uh, you know where I land on this, bro. I, I'm, I'm with the stallion. You know what I'm saying? I like, Ooh. I like, I like. Uh, that's bananas. You with the stallion? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, with the, I'm with the stallion. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's cliche to say, but I like a little, you know, a little pushing for the cushion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nah, I feel you. Mm-hmm, I feel you. Mm-hmm. So you don't like to toss him around. I got you. You don't like to toss him around. Nah, nah, nah. You know. Okay. All right. Who else we got? Coach. Uh, that's it. Oh, Abbott. Abbott. Kojo. Well, no. Oh, Abbott. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, I chose Slim Shit still. I'll take the Slim Shit. Mm. <laughs> well, stop calling him Shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a respectful podcast. A slim, slim figure. Slim figure. Slim figure. Slim figure. Okay. What's right. Boogie doing with though? Boogie, man, Boogie, he he was slip. Yo, you don't believe that. I am not slip. <laughs> don't disrespect me like that. Do not disrespect me like that. Boogie likes to toss him around. Like to toss him around. Oh, right. I do not like to toss him around. <laughs> I need, I need, I need a thick, I need the thick. You already, you already, you already know, know Boogie likes thick. Yeah, so why you want to be on your toes? I need the thick. Craig wants to throw him around because he built. I gotta be on my tippy toes. Why you gotta toes, be on you know? your toes, bro? <laughs> Calf raising. Man, cause she's Craig built like the Brickishaw Ferguson. You gotta start the session. So you got oh. you saying Shadi has to match his frame. <laughs> That's yeah, so that's funny, crazy. man. <laughs> Boogie, why you on your toes though, bro? Damn. Get your calf work out. I can't reach. That's not like a personal problem. <laughs> 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 oh, that's my God. Oh, edit that out. Nah, just replay that in my head. Edit that out. Stuff. You said Moe's and Woe's Pod. Once again, you know, Instagram, Moe's and Woe's Pod is our handle. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. Um, Thank you for joining us, T Bay. Yes, Appreciate sir. it. First guest. We'll hope yes. to have many more yep. in the future. First Hopefully of first a female of guest. special guests. Uh, we're going to yes, get sir. some females on here pretty soon so we can get a different <laughs> perspective on some topics. Might revisit some that we've already spoke about on earlier right. episodes that we've had. 
Yes, sir. You know, so we have different opinions and viewpoints. But, yeah, uh, good episode here. Episode 10. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is your host, ZB, once again. Uh, the whole crew, thanks you guys for uh, Lynch will play the song and and we yeah. out. See y'all next and time. And go Saints. Go Saints, baby. Go, go boys. <laughs> go Cowboys. Colts are going to be in the AFC Championship. Rams, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right, we mm, out. I'll see All you right, in NOLA. You did? So. Yeah. It's your boy T-Bay. We're live here at the Moans and Woes podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out Lynch House for bringing me out. Lynch House. Shout out everyone listening to the hottest podcast on the air. Yeah. Y'all already know. I just dropped a new single. It's called Sweden Under Zen Incandescence. Check that out. iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, all those platforms. I'm going to say it one more time. Sweden Under Zen Incandescence. And shout out Susie for that one. It's your boy T-Bay. Let's get it. Yeah, I knew you was the one, didn't show right by my crib Didn't know if I should come, but I did Didn't even have time to hit the blunt When you hit the stage, make sure that I was in the front Now I'm thinking about you every time that I be on the road Everybody hear me now, say I'm nicer with the flow Think it's you, girl, you got the hips that make me wanna move I would rather be with you when I got nothing to do, uh Man, this life is getting harder every day But I feel like I'm at peace when you tell me it's okay I would lose my mind if I ever let you fade away Always thinking about the future, need to focus on today Real shit, I know somebody gonna feel this Niggas taking shots at me, but you know they still miss Uh, no Uma Thurman, but I'm on my kill shit Yo, just relax, hit the blunt, man, get on that chill shit Check the, check the, check the vibe, yeah Check the, check the, check the vibe, yeah Check the, check the, check the vibe, yeah I've waited my whole life, yeah, for you to come around Know a couple fly girls, but you the flyest in the town I don't know if it's the style or the way you rock the sound uh, Trying to show you you ain't got nothing to fear Think I finally like the man, looking at me in the mirror It's like the rain is almost gone and the sky is getting clear You're a star, I just wanna see where you'll be in a year Ooh, I love it, love it when you tell me how you feel Every day I'm on the trains, but down to the dime meals Waking up, you got that home cooked on the plate. Think I finally found a place where tea bacon hibernate. Where my mind doesn't travel at ridiculous speeds. I'm just a man. Yeah, I know I got ridiculous needs. Picture you in a Mercedes. Wanna hand you the keys. Everybody wanna know how you do it with ease. Jeez.